Um, welcome to this. What? <laughs> no, but I love the energy you brought. I love it. It's not this. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> welcome. You're listening to Imperfect. I'm Kara Bartek, and I'm here with. And- oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Say your name for the people, Rebecca. Say it. <laughs> and, and I'm Rebecca Nisko. We're so excited to be talking to one of my friends, Abba Boy, who is a filmmaker, a director, a cinematographer, a vlogger, an amazing, just talented human being based in South Africa, between Johannesburg and Cape Town. It was such a lovely conversation. I think everyone will get so much from it. Uh, it was just amazing. I it was amazing. loved meeting Oppo and yeah. from watching his, his vlogs and loving the energy on screen, I just to be able to have this amazing conversation with him, it was it was so incredible. He's so great and I think everyone is going to love this conversation. Yeah, and so without further ado, here we are. I want to, I just want to jump right in and I have, because I don't think I ever asked you this, but, uh, oh, oh, before we start, sorry, before we start, can you just say like, hi and your name and what you, uh, what you do and where you're based? Hey, my name is Abu Boy. I am a filmmaker and photographer based in Cape Town and Joburg, South Africa. Thank you. That was Amazing. the best intro ever. Yeah, it totally was. Welcome Loving to the show. Loving the energy. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't pr- I didn't practice before. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thank you for mm. coming and talking to us. Yes, thank you. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to know how long have you been doing video and film production for? When did you get started? I mean, I guess like seriously or like when did I start, start in just in general? When, when were you like, oh my God, this is what I want to do? Oh, okay. That's that's an interesting. I mean, I I so when I was young, my dad is very much based in tech. He's like an electronic engineer, so he works with a lot of tech companies and stuff. So there was there was a point when when I was like young, 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 where he went over to Korea, and so he bought like a camcord to record things, you know, just so he could remember the memories. He didn't really use it, but. It was great for me because when I found it, I was just like, mine, this, this is mine <laughs> yeah. now, you know? Yeah. And so um, I remember I would always just make these like really stupid like videos with my friends on the weekends. Like mm-hmm. we would, instead of like doing stuff or like playing outside or like whatever, we would literally just sit and use a webcam or like use the camcorder and just record like these really just like stupid horror movies <laughs> with these puppets and, and like... It. We were, yeah, it was just horrible it was just <laughs> terrible <laughs> but it like it was such great memories and we would yeah. do it like all the time mm-hmm. until we were eventually like hey this is actually this is this is this is this is not bad this is this is maybe this could be what I could do for the rest of my life type of five wow. you know? so wow. um, I mean and when you're young when you're like at that age you don't really go into doing something thinking oh like I'm trying to figure out exactly how I'm gonna, you know, frame my life so when I'm 23, I know that this is what I, you know, you're just like trying to have fun with your friends, making videos, and mm-hmm. that it, it kind of turned into an exciting journey, and that's sort of how it began. And from there, it just like had the snowball effect. Like as I got older, and you know, so that's that's sort of where I, I started. Like really, really, really started. I knew that I was like I I love filmmaking and and picture creation mm-hmm. and image. I love wow. that. Rebecca oh, yeah. and I are not um, 
we too have our very awful videos that I made her sit through and do with me. <laughs> I on, like photo booth. <laughs> yeah. Yes, or, yes, they were on photo booth, literally. I me and my siblings would also make horrible movies on yeah. um on my, my like flip camera. Oh your flip camera. Oh my god. Yeah, it was horrible. I remember Kara yeah. made a script about a vampire and I a did. ghost. And it was supposed to happen, but it never made it, it never to production happened. when we were the 13 years old. Yeah, we were like in seventh grade. <laughs> uh, the system, you know, sometimes it just falls through. Right. <laughs> what was, we what couldn't was, get what the proper the... funding. <laughs> yeah. Finances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I, I, I love that. I hope that you have them saved somewhere for the future when you're like, and you can look back on them. Oh, that's so great. No. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> you do. Uh, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. No, you won't. <laughs> you will never see. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no one will see. <laughs> okay. Okay. To our viewers, no one will ever see. But uh, what you can see is Avo's amazing work online. Do you want to talk a little bit? When yes. did you start your vlog? Like, um, yeah, like smooth transition. This is what we're all about here on the podcast. <laughs> but when did you start um when it went did, what was the decision behind starting a, blo- a vlog like when I started doing these videos I was I like when I was younger I was really like into like YouTube and mm-hmm. all of these YouTubers and like gamers and stuff and so all throughout high school I sort of had this channel where I'd make like stupid skits and videos and what I sort of like I knew early on is that like, I kind of wanted to use the internet space or the YouTube space sort of as like a a practice ground for when I want to like upscale and potentially like, you know, somewhere where I can, you know, try to figure out how I I want, like how my artistic voice is and like how I want to express this. And so I had this channel when I was, when I was younger and I was like doing okay, but like, it was just like goofy stuff, like off the school and whatever. And so that was cool. And then I came to university and I was like, uh, you know, figuring out myself and trying to do these things. But I was like, cool, this is like, I'm going to use my YouTube platform, my online platform as just a, a basis for me to take like all of these experiences and all the stuff that I learn and sort of just like hone my my craft and learn all of these new tricks. And like, so that's that's sort of the mentality that I had going into it. And so... I I tried to like do like written produced stuff like but that it's just not consistent to do that every week like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you all you guys know you know how you can't <laughs> you can't even a two minute video could take so much time and so much investment and in thinking and so I sort of like started challenging myself to make you know these poetic pieces with some of my friends who are poets or writers or find some actors and like sort of use that as like just a basis to see, be like, yo, like, what can I do when I'm just like, just on the weekend, you know? And then from there, I, I started being, it just wasn't, it wasn't sustainable for me to do that all the time. And like, it just took so much time. So I just decided like, I live in this beautiful city, Cape Town. Let me show you my view from my hand. Like, oh my gosh. It's so a, like, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, what a view. It's, it's like this great place and like I have yeah. such like amazing talented friends. I'm like, what if I just document my life and try and make it an experience in itself? You know, how mm-hmm. I would envision like the dramatization of my life to be. And so that's how I started started like vlogging and actively vlogging. And I, and I thought of calling it like the Cine Vlogs because 
Yeah. I didn't want them to be just these vlogs of me. Hey, I'm going to the restaurant with my friend. I'm doing that. I mm-hmm. wanted it to be like, yo, transitions and cuts <laughs> and like all yeah. of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But but just going to a restaurant. So that was kind of how I came about that. And that's sort of it it caught on. Like, like it's gotten like a, a really solid amount of recognition. Um, specifically in you're South really close African to spaces. 20k <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, channel Plug, shout out, exactly shout out. Yes. exactly go follow everyone needs to check it out exactly yeah yeah <laughs> appreciate that but yeah that's that's sort of how I, I came about that and um it's just been a really good time like just being able to actually like have a creative outlet that I can like consistently and at my own pace and with my own you know like the way that I'd want to envision it, like yes. execute how how it goes about. And it's been great because like now I'm in I'm in spaces with like really young filmmakers and you know, like great talents like you, where it's like there's this online space that's suddenly now got this electricity, there's financing now involved, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's mm-hmm. and there's all of these connections now that are looking for, you know, new creative voices that one that have a new perspective on on you know on like expressing on the internet. themselves yeah exactly, yeah exactly yeah yeah so. expressing yourself on the internet exactly exactly mm, mm. exactly I love that. so yeah it's 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 so exciting so that's I think great. we're in a good space but yeah that's that's kind of how my online journey has been going I can't I can't wait yeah. to see where it leads you I think there's there's so much excitement and possibility and opportunity in the future and I just mm. it's gonna be yeah. so cool <laughs> I was I was telling Kara before mm-hmm. you hopped on that your videos are like everything I want in a YouTube video uh the, like the editing the energy I mean like you and your friends have yeah. such good <laughs> energy and they're all yeah. so talented and mm-hmm. it, it's just so incredible to just watch I feel like I'm there with you guys and just yeah I I really like that I do feel really so personable yeah exactly yeah right right yeah yeah and I think for me it was like I wanted to create something that I would want to watch that's always been the most important Mm -hmm. thing I'm like is this something that I because I've been watching YouTube for years but I'm like I I want to see something like this from someone in South Africa someone that represents you know my body and my skin color and you know this thing but I've never seen that so I'm like let me make Mm -hmm something that I would want to watch and that's like my only basis like am I making something that I would be like yo it's Friday let me get let me get some food warmed up and watch this video you know so I love that I was I was also telling Rebecca that every time you you get like a wide shot of South Africa of Cape Town or of your journeys in the car I'm always like oh, I wish I was there it looks so nice it's I like, know. like it your, looks so beautiful where you went to the, the, to the winery yeah yeah, mm-hmm. the I, yeah. I was like oh my so god <laughs> <laughs> you guys really watched my videos yes of course (laughs) i'm a subscriber (laughs) Uh, only recommend things i personally would recommend excuse me i appreciate Um, that i appreciate that do you so is it do you do everything yourself other than obviously that your talent your friends but um because the editing is involved it seems like or it seems more advanced than you know what most people would put into say a video um do you do yeah, do you do it all your uh, on your own? Mm, yeah, that's amazing. I, I do the editing. Every, yeah, everything that goes into it, like creatively in terms of the post production or pre production, whatever is involved in that video, is done by myself. That's amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. I've done a few things where um, Rebecca has been my like um, 
shoulder to like cry on, but I'm doing it all by myself. And it's so stressful. Yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> rewarding, right? Like I feel like you get creatively, you get, especially if you create something visual, like that's. Mm. Has anything so far, any new opportunities come from starting your YouTube thing? What's been some of the more exciting um, things that you've done because of your YouTube channel? I think, I wouldn't say it's, it is almost directly, but it's not mm-hmm. like the way you would think. The job that I have now at HBO is <gasps> directly connected to the, my yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. channel. Okay, cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you want to so, talk um, about that a little bit? What you have yeah, yeah, can? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> NDA. NDA. Right, right, right. right. No, but what you can. <laughs> we get like blocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rebecca's just like, oh, Carol, you and your friend got us blocked. Now we're getting sued by really bad. Like, it's just a now nightmare. I gotta take now. care of the legal, <laughs> legal stuff. <laughs> but essentially, what happened was um, because I had this YouTube channel and I had made some, some like short, short videos, short, uh, short films that I posted. I was sort of, while I was studying, I was just like shopping everything to mm-hmm. every production house. Like I was sending out like, proposals. I'd be like, yo, are you looking for like a director's assistant? I can help out on weekends. Can I, can I do this? Like, how can you get involved? Can we start a conversation? And like most of them didn't respond. Um, it's the nature of it. Most of them didn't respond. Um, but then I got contacted by um, a good friend of mine now. His name is Calvin Hayward, very experienced in the creative industry. And he had contacted me and he was like, yo, I have this commercial that I want you to, to be involved with on me. I was like, yes, this is so cool. I like this. COVID, everything got shut down. Oh, the financing no. gone. Oh. He lost his, 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 like his immediate like job. Like everyone who was working on certain jobs, it's just like, oh. you can't do anything about it. Like, mm-hmm pretty much not working so yeah uh when that happened it was just, it was just super disheartening i was like oh this is like my one lead like the one edge in and she kind of disappeared so i was like uh i guess i just keep sending emails for every day again but then um a few months into the year of corona he hit me up and he was like yo bro like um yeah, I'm still, I'm still watching. Are you in, are you in Cape Town? Are you in Joburg? I'd love for us to meet up sometime. I have just this idea that I think would be fun. We haven't worked for months. So do you want to get involved with me? I was like, yeah, for sure. Like I'm always down to, to be involved in like some kind of creativity or in any, in any way. But um, yeah, so he, um, there was this really viral dance that was going around the world by the South African artist. It was called the Jerusalem Challenge. It's like this step that you do. And so he was like, I want to direct one of those. I'm going to get all my friends involved, like these big producers, like line producers, all of these people, executives that like worked on Mad Max. And like, uh, he was like, wow. this person, this person, this person. I was just like, okay, so like, what do you want me to do? And he was like, yeah, let's, let's write it, conceptualize it and direct it together. I was like, oh, wonderful. That sounds, that sounds cool. And he's a, like a producer and he's like more on the unit side. So he wasn't really experienced in the creative mm-hmm. part, but because of like my background in like writing and ideas, I was sort of like, okay, cool. There's a stance. We can record it with whatever mm-hmm. resources, but let's do more than that. Let's, 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 um, let's actually, yeah, let's do something more than that, more interesting than that. And 
So I wrote this intro with him, like this build up where it was like this explosion, this action scene. I was like, what can we get involved? Like, what can we do? And he was like, yeah, we should have an explosion. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no, no, I know a guy. He said that he would give it up to us for free. I was like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> and it just starts going. He's like, yeah, we have Panavision. We have Panalux. We have wow. Media Film Services. All these companies donating four Aria Lexus to you. We have this operator who worked on The Martian who wants to be involved as a DP. We have this, we have that, we have that. And it starts snowballing. Like, it, wow. like he posted it on Facebook and all of his friends started posting and reposting and wanting to get involved. Eventually we had like 300 400 people that wanted to be involved somehow in this, in whatever category, in whatever area, just for free. So we had these guys from SFX. We had like some of the biggest SFX companies like in Africa were, they were like, we'll do this for free because this seems like, like fun. And it was, it was so insane. And I was like, I'm directing something and I've never even like touched most of this stuff. I don't even know like what I'm really doing. I know how I should do it, but like the scales are almost like immeasurable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so cool to have someone experienced and know what happens. And the whole experience is great. I met some like great ADs and and producers. And so I was like, yo, so like, what's next? What's after this? Like, how do we, how can we take this relationship to the, to the next level? You know, right. um, you have to take that opportunity when you're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 And so um, one of the producers, her name is Cheryl Etoch. She was like, there's this program um, that helps like you, new students mm-hmm. get on sets, get in, like connected, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then um, she was like, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you about that. And then the same thing happened where it was like, I'll get back to you, but then nothing really happened. And then like 2021 came and when like we're in it. And so this random day I get this call from one of the producers and he's like, Hey, how are you doing? Um, I've sent you an email. This is what we want to propose for you to come and work on this TV show. And I was like, what TV show is this? And he was like, it's a TV show for HBO called Raised by Wolves. It was like just newly started second season. I was like, the Ridley Scott one. I was like, hectic. Like that's, but you know, you got to play it cool. I was like, okay, cool. You know, um, I'm interested. I'm interested. Done. <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can squeeze you in. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I can squeeze a few months. Ah, I'll, I'll check. I'll check. <laughs> but he called me and he was like, this is like on a, on a Wednesday. Yeah. And he's like, can you be here on Monday? And I was like, well, what do you mean by be here on Monday? He's like, can you move everything from, Johannesburg to Cape Town and start working on Monday. Oh my God. And I was like, I haven't found a, an apartment. I don't even know how I'm going to pay for any of this stuff. Like, it was just like all of this stuff, but like, you know, God just made a way and my parents were so great. And like, it just, everything started lining up. And I, I was also pushing because I was like, there's no way I'm going to let this opportunity go because of right. like, of time and being in a different city yeah. so I just packed everything and I moved oh, wow. to Cape Town yeah so that's that's how I say that it was it was connected because the, the producer Kelvin found me because of my YouTube channel YouTube, I was like yeah. I'm actually interested in having conversations with your development that's and so, so awesome. he's, he's, a, he's a great collaborator of mine now like I consider him my partner and like potentially working on bigger things which is going to be exciting so so yeah yeah that's oh that's, that's that's how congratulations that, that's so amazing 
Yeah, you. yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's so mm. cool. I can't wait to see where it leads. I'm going to have to watch mm. that show now and then like wait for your name and then yes. <laughs> like <Yeah. in> <laughs> right at the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> right <laughs> at the end. <laughs> That's so cool. Mm. Has it been insane? How, how long have you been waiting yeah. for on this project? About two months, two, three months. Oh, wow. It's been yeah. so crazy. Like yeah. prep prep is insane there's just so many numbers and things going around and just mm-hmm. i was in a nine hour meeting yesterday like <gasps> five hours and then a 30 minute break and four hours just oh, straight wow. it was intense like you shoot continuous days there's just so mm-hmm. much going on and so mm-hmm. many people to be organized and then mm-hmm. because of covid now there's like all of these regulations and restrictions that you kind of have to comply with and like wearing masks and like we have to um, do COVID tests three times a week, which is yeah. insane. And it's just, so yeah, it's been so crazy, but it's been like the amount, like in the first week I learned like an exponential amount yeah, compared sure. to like film school, just yeah. by being in the mix, because yeah. like, there's just so much that you can't really be told mm-hmm. for it to stick other than being in that environment and in that situation yeah. where, you know, you have all of these experienced people and suddenly now they say, this is your responsibility. You have to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, I don't even know what any of those things are, but you say yes. And then you go find out mm-hmm. and you just research what it is until you, you figure it out. Um, so yeah, it's been, there's been so much, so much learning and growth and just developing. Amazing. We have to be confident in like out on the outside and be like, yes, yeah. of course I can do that. I can, hmm. I can, I can totally do that. I definitely know what you're talking about. And then, yeah, we, you know, you five minutes later, we're, we're, we're by ourselves and we're like, oh, no. Um, okay, okay, Google, how do, do you, uh, <laughs> yeah. how do I move this I mean, I'm glad, I think things, things are just so different now because mm-hmm. of the internet that, mm. you know, the more mundane stuff is, is sort of like automated now or mm-hmm. like a lot more streamlined. So that means that there's more stuff that we, as like the lower parts, the have to do because there's more stuff like to VFX, especially a show like Raised by Wolves. It's very much based, like it's heavily VFX. It's like extraterrestrial, yeah. futuristic type of vibes. Yeah. So it's just seeing like all of these things where it's like years ago, they would not have even dealt with any of these things. Like the things right. that I would be sorting out would be like someone higher up. But now because there's more technology, there's yeah. more things to do. But it's also great because like if you don't know now, like what gnooshes or how to organize a prep schedule or something like that just search on google you find a youtube video where someone will like sit down and be like this is how you do this this that and that you know so it's it's a bit reassuring but it's still overwhelming it's still very overwhelming Mm. how much longer do you have left to film so three more months okay yeah you're still really in three or four months yeah 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 i think we just passed the the halfway ish points but Mm -hmm. three months maybe four months and then um yeah, and then I think the the whole season is done. Um, wow. But yeah. Wow, that, we'll have to check in after you're done and see. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like <laughs> run down of Be a completely of different person. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, my soul is done. <laughs> soul has left the chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you've done so many amazing things with your YouTube channel and um, now with and HBO. Industry and yeah. And the, yeah. So what has been your favorite project so far? Oh, I would say the Jerusalem one. I think because 
that was just the biggest one. I was like, there was a lot going on. But I think other than that, my probably my favorite project would be, there was this poem that me, that my friend, uh, one of my best friends from growing up, he also moved down to Cape Town for university, um, that he wrote and we planned and we like really prepped. It was this beautiful piece called You, just about, you know, this, this guy that just really loves this girl and he loves every aspect of her, you know, every facet of her, he loves like, the floors are sort of, and it was just so like, what I really loved about it, I thought it was impactful, was just sort of like this, this story of how he would put it like the floors of like the, the paintbrush markings on the artwork that you are. And it was just like this beautiful idea. And like, it, I really resonated with it. And we worked on like some great visuals for it. I mean, looking back now, there's some things where I'm like, oh, you could have, <laughs> but, but I still, I'm still like, like, I'm, I'm sure we're both like that. I'm sure Rebecca, you've played back some of your old stuff you like. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We talked about that in yeah. our first episode with yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Rail, and I just, I sometimes like look back and I cringe because it's like, <laughs> especially when it comes to like the production side, <laughs> mm, like when I didn't mm. know as much. But, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. It's so natural for like, us ah. to do that. Yeah. Mm. But I think um, it's good. I mean, it, it, it shows growth. Shows yeah. Growth. I found yeah. a film I made my sophomore year on a, on a <laughs> thumb drive. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. I can't look at it right now. Like, no. Don't even like yeah. properly just take it out. Just take yeah. it out. Don't even, <laughs> don't even inject. <laughs> just throw the laptop up the window. Like, no. <laughs> Not-, yeah. <laughs> no, not here not here so i know covid was like a huge hit throughout and we you know we met each other during the pandemic in this really weird like virtual way and but it, it's it, do you feel like it's picking up again do you feel like the film industry in, in south africa is booming do you feel like you have after this you have a lot of opportunity to grow <laughs> yeah i think it's definitely going back to being like back on track the same mm-hmm. way it would have operated Obviously, everything has to downscale now because of numbers yeah. and you have regulations where you can you know, only have venues with a certain amount of people. So mm-hmm. you can only have a certain amount of crew. So I think it does still limit it. But for me, I think it's it's definitely like moving back towards being more normal as it yeah. was. Um, yeah. Do you feel like it's that like stateside and like London side? Do you think... Because I know the industries there are both like two of the biggest, like generally known or like most influential industries in terms of like filmmaking. And Kara, um, <laughs> go first. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I've done the indie stuff has picked back up here. So that's been like I so you know this, but I taught and for like four months or whatever, five months. And then I didn't do anything for a month. And then suddenly in March, everything started picking back up again and suddenly I was on like three or four different shoots so that was relieving um that the indie scene is coming back in New York I think in LA it's the same thing I think people are like you said there's the regulations and people are more equipped and better to deal with this my friend worked on a um Netflix show over like I think January through February or March mm-hmm. so that's like coming back um mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think so. I think it's still kind of. I think in the U.S. we're very fortunate because there's a lot of uh, push for vaccination, so that's helping um, sets pick back up. I uh, think uh, so. I think it's more of that that people are more comfortable and restless 
and yeah. you know and just willing to do it but yeah it's yeah cool. I, I mean same here I think it's a, it's a gradual build of you know more things happening and I'm working on a few films where they're wrapping up shooting right now and you know a few months ago maybe that wouldn't have happened especially with the lockdown restrictions mm. here uh you know every month there's a new there's a new restriction being lifted so I think it's it's gradual and it'll take a while but there, there's definitely things happening you know where you know when it's safe and when there's a way to do it people will make it happen and I think yeah. that's mm. it's really great yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think and that's the most important thing. I think, especially with an industry where you're working like with hundreds of people, it's like that's that's hundreds of families that have mm-hmm. to also be considered because yeah. exactly. there's just so many. Yeah, so I'm glad at least we're moving towards the vaccination and safety. And I think that's yeah. super important. And I think, um, you know, speaking about how many people this affected and, you know, and so many facets of life, no matter what you do, you're 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 affected by what happened. Um, but, you know, we rely so much on the arts during this time. And we know how many, how many Netflix show did you binge? How, you know, how much music did you listen to? You know, what new hobby did you pick up? It's, it's, it's so great to just be able to be back at work and doing art and creating that, <clears throat> excuse me, creating that content again for people. I just yeah. did my first performance in over a year this past week. And that was just such oh. a surreal experience to be back on stage with live musicians. And, mm. you know, we've been waiting for this for so long. And, you know, so many people in the entertainment and arts industry have been so displaced by the pandemic. So it's just such a beautiful feeling to be back. You know, mm, mm, mm. and yeah, yeah, I can imagine like just as a performer, like that, just that emotion around being like, yo, I'm actually with people again and performing and just mm-hmm. surreal. What what, what instrument like do you play? Well, I actually I was the conductor for this performance, so um, yeah, I I <laughs> it was um, it was a little touch and go in the beginning because I hadn't conducted in over a year, um, but you know slowly got back into the rhythm yeah. of it no pun no pun intended um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um it, it's been fun but i can't mm. wait until things are back in full swing for everyone and mm. we could just do things without having to think about do you think that that's a near possibility though yeah good, good question i i don't know i think we'll have to be wearing masks for really not for you know at least yeah. a few more years and yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no one knows the long-term effects of of what's going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. So, you're like a very talented director and cinematographer. I would be curious to know, um, what have you learned from directing that has impacted your DPing, and what have you learned from DPing that has impacted your directing? I think just also from 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 the things that I've learned just in interacting with directors and DPs. I think I've learned a lot about the proximity of that relationship you know it's almost it's like such a directly connected partnership um yeah that's you know the director and different directors have different ideas but I think for me being in a situation where I've DP'd and I've directed I've found the necessity or how important it is to have storyboards and to be more prepared than less prepared um for in certain environments because there's 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 times where it's like if like, like with, 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 with our job, um, Kara, that we worked on, yeah. I felt like I, <laughs> I felt like I was prepared, but I think 
I'm realizing how much more preparation could have gone into making the final product, you know, just in terms of the direction of how, Mm -hmm. how each aspect moves and, and how to get like the team also on the same page. And I think being able to be on both sides makes it easy to be able to speak the language of the other person. So Mm -hmm. I can, as in my directorial role, I know how to speak to DOPs in ways that they'll understand and in ways that make it easier for us to communicate how we feel about certain things and how to execute it. And, you know, DPing at when having the relationship with the director knowing that, okay, cool, I can present this, this, and this, and this is how I can present it in a way that doesn't make it. Cause it, it is, it's also this politics around it, you know, as mm-hmm. the DP, you have these ideas and you want to execute in a certain way, but it's also still the director's vision. So there's also ways where you can communicate it in, in a better way. Just even like on this job that I'm working now, there's been situations of tension where it's like the communication isn't, they might, there's a breakdown of communication somewhere. And, you know, somebody feels as if they either don't have, you know, creative agency as the DP, or they feel as if the DP is trying to change the vision of the director. And so being able to have been on both sides sort of helps me understand sort of the mind and the working and like the, the relationship of okay this is what I can say this is how I can say it when I'm DPing this is what I can say and this is how I can say it when I'm directing so that we don't we're always on the same page even though we're in different roles and capacities and technical you know levels so yeah I think those those are those are like the major understandings and the major like connections that are made from being on both sides of the Mm -hmm. of the pendulum I love how you say it's a, it's a language thing. I'm a big fan of language. I think everyone mm. is. But, um, <laughs> but I think that it, it totally is. I feel like mostly when you when you run into sets of all levels of all kinds where there's tension or, or, or drama, quote unquote, it's because there's a breakdown, like you said, of communication. And I think a lot of times people are, do you find this? Do you find that people are like afraid to communicate with their cohort, with their peers, with the people they're working on on set? I think just in general, mm-hmm. for me, I don't know. I think because the projects that I've worked on on, on, a, on a like micro level, sure, yeah, it's usually right. been written, so mm-hmm. a lot of the communications easier, and mm-hmm. the, the the politics of relationships are far different, yeah. easier to navigate. Yeah, I think I think sometimes there are. I think spe- specifically in like bigger roles, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's afraid to, but I think right. people are more cognizant of the fact that we're all coming from different places and backgrounds mm-hmm. and experience levels and some people might find a certain person bringing up a certain thing you know disrespectful or impeding of their of their idea or if the producer wants to do this or the actor wants to do this so i i think in some cases it's yes but for the most part when you're working with professionals they it's not really about whether or not it's my idea or your idea it's about does this make sense will this aid the story is this a convention that actually needs to be used Mm -hmm. is there a better way is there a cheaper way is there and so those then become conversations and I think I think it's it it takes one either experience Mm -hmm. or two just the emotional awareness of being able to to take a conversation and let it be just a conversation not an argument and not an ego an ego trip it's right. you and me and this project it's not you versus me for the project you know so right. oh i love um, that yeah yeah absolutely yeah. well said mm. absolutely mm-hmm. i this is sort of kind of going into a different topic but kind of related 
have people come up to you uh, because of your vlogs, like people on the street and said like, oh, I've seen your vlog. I love it. Or has that happened at all? <laughs> yeah. 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 It happens. It, it happens quite frequently. Oh, no um, way. That's awesome. Or do you feel like, weird yeah, about it or frequently. do you really like it? <laughs> do you really like it? <laughs> Internal <laughs> panic. <laughs> Uh, there's, confident there's, on the there's, outside. There's... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, it's had it's. So essentially, what happened was during university, me and my friends we made this YouTube channel, and that got really a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. That went viral in a sense. So a lot of people sort of have that connection to me oh, in sure. that sense. But mm-hmm. and that was crazy. Like like that was that was just un, like I I still don't I can't even describe like how that channel went so viral and like how that many people were like interested in our in just these three random guys' lives and it's like it it got bad like mm. it like it's I feel even like I feel uncomfortable talking about it because not because it's an uncomfortable situation but because I don't want people to think like I'm being like snooty and like oh I think I'm a celebrity but there's I've been swarmed before like Ooh. by groups of like ten people who were just like grabbing you like yo can I take a picture oh my gosh I went to this concert once and it was just so chaotic I couldn't Mm. like and I I was just baffling because it's like I don't consider myself this person I don't even like the numbers are just digital but like when you start to interact with people Mm. it Mm -hmm. gets so crazy and people were getting like got so excited it was very I think because we have such a small community of YouTubers here Mm -hmm. so people rarely get attached to that and Mm -hmm that was quite hectic um it it it's it's it had its real downs like mm-hmm. especially for what my other friend is a lot more introverted mm-hmm. and like it's it's tough to for him to be having like you know he was studying such a hectic degree like it failed like uh, uh an exam and then mm-hmm. suddenly like there's this person that comes up to him on campus is like can we take a picture and he's like uh, okay and you know they, there's like sort of this entitlement like you have to do this because i i watch and support right. you and it's like it got really like weird and we were like guys we're like we're not celebrities so why why is it feeling like this we're still broke also so like is they gonna be like <laughs> when's the money coming like when's the benefit right. coming you know what i'm saying yeah and, yeah, and so yeah it got it got it did get there was times when it did get a bit like hectic but i like now i think just because of the content that I make and sort of the energy that I have, people always come with such like respect. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing for 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 my channel is sort of sustaining this idea that you know you don't have to be a certain kind of body. You don't have to be a person who has been in a certain environment or grew up in like in America or like in, mm-hmm. in these industries to be yeah. able to be you know creative and and like especially like in South Africa we still have so many like socioeconomic issues mm-hmm. and like the the gaps and discrepancy between like access for black people to the film industry specifically and access to white people is like hugely like like <sighs> but um I think it's it's cool to know that I'm like the message of you know just be creative with what you have and what you can have access to and just keep going until we eventually can find something that's the next step has really resonated with a lot of people. Like I get kids who are like, I'm going to film school now because like I watched your videos and you're always talking about like, you can like, just, you have to just work your butt off at every point to get to where you want to be. And it's just like, I feel like some, it's like a lot of pressure sometimes. Cause I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm responsible for like all of these people's futures, but it's also like, 
there is a future for everyone that is possible, you know, and that's what I believe. And that's what I sort of want my platform to embody, which it has. And so when someone comes to me and they say, no, I did this and this was the result and it was amazing. And that is inspiring. It's really inspiring to feel like people are actually recognizing that me as, you know, somebody that is actively trying to pursue you know, this goal of filmmaking, even at my age and with all of these things pushing back and trying to also uplift other creatives and work with younger creatives and, you know, sort of creates like this new pipeline where, where like the new kids can make like cool, cool videos like on their iPhones and they can go viral or they can pitch ideas using, you know, just the, what you have, you know? And so, that for me is 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 where I'm like, yeah, this is this is really like this is an interesting an interesting environment and space to be in, and I think it's it's so cool just to see young kids actively feeling like there's a possibility to be in the creative space that they don't have to be rich or they don't have to be in a certain bracket to be able to be a creative and for it to be something that is financially sustainable, which is the most important part. So that's that's kind of the beauty of it. It has a double double edged sword, but there's there's definitely like like ups that are like cool. Thank you for sharing and thank you for doing that work. I mean, it's so important and I I'm sure I mean watching your videos, I always I always leave with a positive feeling, you know, and I it must be someone who um like you, I grew up watching a lot of YouTubers and like knowing um, that there was other mentalities around having access to that, even just through like my phone or through my computer screen was, it is really inspiring. So as somebody who needed that when I was like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, it's saying it back to you is like, like a thank you. I don't know. <laughs> no, well, but seriously. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Amazing. You've done so many incredible things. And where do you, where do you see yourself in five years? If you, if you Ooh. could... Yeah, I know it's it's, it's existential. I mean, I, I don't even know where I'm going to be in the next few hours. <laughs> the way life is moving, but ideally for me, in the next five years, I would want to have finished my first feature, potentially working on a second, maybe working. Thank you. Um, yeah, my first week, I think in the next five years, that's my goal to have a feature. There's some like smaller projects, some mini series and some stuff that I'm trying to work on. But I think in the next five years, having found the finance and the ability and the story to be able to execute at a high, you know, competitive level where, you know, we can send it to festivals and get investment and we can go overseas. That's for me is kind of the, the, the direction and the goal that I think I would want to see myself in, in five years. I, I, I used to put a lot of pressure on knowing, needing to know where I'll be in certain places at certain times, but that's seeming to be unsustainable, like mentally and emotionally. So <laughs> what I, what I try to do is I guess, um, give myself shorter goals, give myself more goals that drive towards a specific area and not really focus on in five years. I want to, you know, have my first feature. I want to have, uh, be married with a kid and a half, you know, and like, like, it's just, life is just not the most 
um, forgiving thing when it decides to turn left, like you're going left. Like yeah. it, if you wanted to go right, like it, that's life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's just, that's what I want. I want to be directing. I want to be writing. I want to be DPing and by all means, mm-hmm. you know? So, so yeah, that's where I think I would see myself I in five that. years. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely doable for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping just money. And <laughs> you've been so amazing at sharing your life and your experience online and through your YouTube channel. Do you have any advice for creators who are hesitant about putting themselves out there and sharing their art? I always understand sort of the hesitation because, like, we all know, you know, when you make something, it's not just to be made you know there's a part of you that's invested there's a part of you that's in in that artwork and it's harder to you know not be confident per se in in that enough for it to be out there but it's almost it's impossible to to move forward without taking that first leap and the advice I always give any creative is I'm like sit down with an idea or with what you want to do figure out how you can do it with what you have. Don't think about, oh, I need this camera. I need this side. It can only start when I have this level of equipment or this. Figure out how you can do it with what you have now and try to make it. And if it flops, if it's trash, then it's trash. But now you have something that you can step up from and be like, okay, cool. This didn't, wasn't what I was expecting, but now I know how I can sort of take it to be something that I would expect it to be I would expect the result to be and it's it's hard it's it's putting yourself out there creatively it's it's always a challenge it's it's so personal art is such a personal art form but it's also such a subjective medium that one always needs to keep in mind that when you're making art it's about you and the message and understand that some messages aren't for everyone Mm -hmm. and some people don't enjoy the message or the way that you present the message but it's not really about that it's about you as an artist expressing your your understanding and your relationship to that message and to that topic and that I think is the most important thing because you're always going to be, there's going to be so much scrutiny in the arts. There's always someone that thinks what you made is trash and there's always just all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, we need to like make art for ourselves, you know, as the creatives to impact, to tell a message, but it's about the way you tell the message is the most important thing. And I think as a young creatives, it's really hard getting caught up in, in the social media and, numbers and the optics of like oh my goodness I put so much effort into this and like not enough people watched it does it mean that I'm not a good director does it mean that I did you know and there's so many there's so many things that affect how you see your art after that after you take it to the public and so I understand why people are always apprehensive about showcasing their art but I think it's so important to to understand and recognize that that you know that relationship and taking into consideration always that art is subjective and it's not just one size fits all. And there's always someone that's going to connect with your art. And I think even if just one person connects and feels something and is affected positively by 
the art that you make, I think that's 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 worth something. That's worth you know saying. There's videos that I've watched where I'm like, this is like this is amazing. Why there's so few people have seen this? Why like this is so mm-hmm. incredible and that brought so much value to me. And I don't even know if the artist would ever have known that, but it's it's it was important and it it's, it has value to it. And I think we get lost in numbers and socials and and all of these things, but. At the end of the day, like we gotta just keep making our art and expressing ourselves and telling the stories that need to be told the way that you, as the creative, and we feel like they need to be told. And somewhere, somehow, it'll connect, it'll hit. And it's just about being you and presenting you the way you want to be seen, or your stories want to be seen. And and I just think I think that's cool. I think that's the coolest part about 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 arts and creatives is that whatever space you're in, you know, whatever environment you're in, mental space, there's always something that art can impact and affect. And dealing with mental health issues in the creative space is a big thing, but like without music, I don't know where I would be as a creative, as a filmmaker and like as a, having a composer here and a producer, it's like music is just a whole different aspect of things but it's just it's like such a deep connection you know and if people kept that to themselves then we wouldn't have great composers like Rebecca you know in London doing her thing changing lives you know (laughs) because (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think that's very kind um her music is yes, not, sure, th- not sure about the changing lives part, but <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it really, Absolutely. but thank you. You've changed my <laughs> life. I know that for a fact. Rebecca and I you changed mine. You changed mine. Send me the links. Send me links. I would love to work with you. It would be such a it would be such an immense honor to work with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yay, yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's Amazing. do it. Let's do it. Here, okay. Here's our ah, five-year dude, goal. In five years, the three of us will work together. Yes. There that we go. Be, <laughs> I would. Oh, that would be crazy. It would be. It would be. Would it? it would be amazing. Yeah. And we'll have a podcast insane. to share. A post, like a flashback, like a, a, yeah. a five-year look back, and like wait, wait, yeah. Just go to our post-production or like our little like uh, <laughs> uh, um you know behind-the-scenes video. Here they all met. Like. <laughs> Really, I'm getting emotional <laughs> thinking about it. Stop! You're gonna get me emotional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Ava, thank you so much. This has been such yes. an amazing conversation. Thank you for coming on the show. You're, I mean, I. What else is there to say? I, I think everyone needs to go follow Abo like right now. Yes, please tell us where we can find. Where yeah, tell us where you can, can find you. you. Tell us your name again. All that good stuff. So you can find me uh, everywhere at Abo Boy, A-B-O-B-O-O-I. Social medias, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Not Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, but all of the- <laughs> Facebook is a dying platform. Excuse me. What I, am I, I'm, I'm, I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing on Facebook? <laughs> Here's my tomato garden. I hope everyone <laughs> 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 Beautiful Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no the deer have come eating my tomatoes oh no this is a terrible night this is my nightmare a thousand likes thank you this is a different place bro oh sharon we hope your tomato garden recovers <laughs> sending you a hug Pray for tomatoes <laughs> l-o-l i mean lots of love 
Oh no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no hate to Facebook. I still use Facebook too. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca was just like, oh, close this tab. Oh, yeah, yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But yeah, you can follow Abo Boy at A B O B double O I everywhere on social. Yeah. <laughs> worth the follow worth, worth the, the follow. amazing content thank you thank yes. you um and make sure that you subscribe to the imperfect podcast because did i say it right it's not it's not podcast imperfect it's um it the podcast imperfect that's our insta the podcast Peace. imperfect yeah check it out you're here now stick around so stay uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me guys yeah, like this was so you. this was so fun i really appreciate you reaching out and just the conversation yeah, of course thank you thank you oh yeah i will um but yeah, yeah but it was just so nice to finally meet yeah. you like i've heard it's such incredible and i've you know been watching you so it's it's, it's an honor to just have spoken to you and it, mm. everything you said was just so amazing so, so it's gonna be yeah, a great episode it. definitely yeah yeah <laughs> thanks yeah. Ava. Thank you, have guys. a wonderful thank day you for having me you guys too yeah. i hope everything is warmer and gets better and is good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you all right all bye. right bye thank See you, guys. you. Bye. but kara i loved that conversation so much it was it, it was, was an so amazing good. conversation yeah. Uh, yeah thank you so much Abo, for taking your, the time out of your busy hectic crazy schedule mm-hmm. and sitting down with us and talking to us and sharing such just I don't know, just a wonderful, genuine. Uh, thank you, thank you, Evo. Thank you for coming on. Um, I I can't wait to see everything that is to come for you in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wishing wishing you the best of luck in everything, and yeah, exactly. Can't wait to see what's next. I thank you to everyone listening to this podcast. Um, I love this show, so I'm so grateful that we get to do this together and we're only on our fourth episode and every yeah thank every you everybody for your is, yeah yeah all the guests have been amazing thank you everyone for your amazing feedback for yes, sticking around for listening to the show yeah. for sharing it's sweet it means a lot it's just and, we're so um grateful and thankful yeah. to be doing this yeah. and can't wait to yeah. bring you more amazing people yeah soon. i just have such good just good vibes yeah good feel just good energy good feeling exactly um yeah. so i hope you have a wonder no what <laughs> what wonderful uh, wonderful day um suddenly i become like um uh oh my god i'm blanking on his name gene wilder charlie and chocolate factory yeah, yeah. yeah. gene wilder suddenly i just become gene, gene wilder. wilder and if you're a youtube artist and would like to be on the show you can always email us at the podcast imperfect at gmail.com um i'm kara bartek and you can follow me on instagram at quiet open space all one word and i am rebecca nisco and you can find me on my instagram at rebecca nisco music or on youtube if you want to listen to some of my stuff do it do it and yeah. like we said before you can follow abo on all social do it do it now oh at- it's the best choice you can make today it, uh, absolutely at yeah. A-B-O-B-O-O-I, Abo Boy. Um, and you can follow us, our podcast, at the podcast Imperfect on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. So what are yeah. you doing? Go follow Abo. <laughs> yeah, go follow Abo. 